Welcome back to Joe Meets World, episode 149, in which we watched episode 13 of season 7, the final season, of Boy Meets World. Joining me this week, if you couldn't tell from the audio quality, is my good friend Chris Runt. Hey Chris! What's up Joe? We actually, I didn't even think about it. Is the audio quality better or worse? Uh, it depends. <laughs> depends. Because see what I do with Chuck, we're wearing headsets and we're speaking right into the microphone. And here, depending on where we move it, ah, okay, sounds like sometimes because if I'm talking from back here, sounds like that. So how are things? How you been? Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, you know. You didn't get uh, your ass kicked by a nine-year-old. The Real Husbands of Hollywood. That's like the first two episodes. Oh. <laughs> this pie is garbage. My nephew picked it. Just, I don't care. It's garbage. He's right behind you. Uh, uh, Obi-Wan came out. I'm enjoying that. Um, once I leave here, I'll probably go watch the new season of The Boys. Um, How nice for you. I have, to, I have to talk to Derek again. <laughs> Did you see he liked my reply? Yeah. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I do think if it'd be you, funny to be Robert Robert Derrickson. I literally in the middle of the interview because for some reason that that day I couldn't remember his last name. It was I don't know what it was, and I said at the beginning of the show, so I'm like, "Cool weed." I wish. Um, <laughs> and then we were we we're gonna get to a point where I was gonna close the interview and he wanted to keep talking. <laughs> I was like, "You're Derek Robertson. Let's keep talking." Yeah. Um, and I was trying to remember his last name to do the exit, and I called him Robert, and he just stops and goes, "You just call me Robert?" And I was like, "I don't think so." He goes, "I'm pretty sure you did." I was like, "Well, I apologize, Derek." <laughs> <laughs> and then we just kept going. Robert Derrickson. Remind me of that. I'll tell you something off air that, okay. that has to stay off air. Yeah, you guys don't get to hear about it. Oh, did I tell you? So, I can't remember if I did it, if it was a stretch with just me and Chuck, or if it was one where I was trying to do an experiment to see if there were numbers that I was missing for this. Like, people listening that I didn't oh, know, yeah, I yeah. couldn't know. I think I figured out possibly part of why. So, I went to... I never listened to the main feed, because, you know... My show. I'll listen to the Patreon feed. But um, a couple weeks ago, I've I've switched to Google Podcast within the last year or two, whatever. And I was like, for whatever reason, I'm like, let me just stream it just to check, make sure it's the right episode, whatever. I have time, whatever. And Google pops up and goes, um, "This is an unver or unsecured link, so we we don't download or stream it. You can open it up in another window and play it, but you can't play it through the app." And I went, huh? That's weird. And then I did it. And then afterwards, I'm like, I promote when I, on my social, when I share a link to the episode, I share from Google Podcasts. I'm like, I wonder if I'm just missing numbers there somehow. And I said that to Chuck. No, he goes, I want to go check that. He goes, or, he goes, uh, or maybe, you know, people just aren't listening. I'm like, listen, it's always an option that people just aren't listening. That's also true. But I was like, huh, I can feel better about myself for five minutes. So tell me, Chris, since the last time we recorded, what's something that made you happy? 
Let's see. Cause I'm happy. Oh, so um, you don't do a lot of Kickstarters, do you? No. So there's this thing in the Kickstarter community where you you end up pledging for Kickstarter. Sure. And then basically they all come at the same time. What do you mean? All they all come at the same time? Like it's it's an accident, but like within a week you'll get a, a bunch of the Kickstarters okay. that you went for. So it's not on purpose. You're saying you pledge for a bunch of stuff and they just and they all just, happen. Yeah, it is, it's like a thing that just like yeah, magically yeah. happens. Okay. So this week has been Kickstarter week for me, Ooh. and I've gotten a bunch of books. So um, happy to get some independently published comics this nice. week. Actually, um, one of my friends did one. And uh, shout out to Kevin Delgado, who did who tough will, stuff. Who will never listen to this episode. No, but you should go check him out. And he makes fake ads in his book. Uh-huh. So he did one for Toy Story. Okay. It's Sex Story. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I would do. Remember, I used to do the dicks. <laughs> my favorite thing is he just he still kept it. You got a friend in me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> There's a little oh my god, that. that's horrifying! And I, I texted him after, or messaged him after. I was like, "The Toy Story ad." I had to stop reading because I couldn't stop laughing at it. <laughs> it's so phenomenal. But yeah, so I, I got that book. I got um, a book called Voodoo Cowboy, which is a voodoo priest as a cowboy. Um, I never would have guessed that. And actually, my favorite one was. Um, Called Madril PI. Okay. And it's about a Madril who's a PI. <laughs> wow. But it's so it takes place Shocking. in not Warner Brothers Toonland, but Warner Brothers Toonland. Okay. And like the, Chip and Dale. Kind of, but everything's cartoon, so instead of having real and cartoon. Yeah. And a portion, like the slum portion of town, is the black and white portion of town. Oh. And the whole Poor the, Felix. the case he's trying to solve is. I'm just going to use the real names because I don't remember the names from the comic. But the uh, Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner are married, and somebody murdered Wiley Coyote. Oh, okay. So he's got to go to Warner Brothers to figure out who from Warner Brothers killed Wiley Coyote. It's really fun. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's like an old school, like, private eye show, but done in, like, this wacky fucking cartoony thing. Good stuff. That made me happy. So since the last time we recorded. I watched the Chip and Dale movie, and I enjoyed it. I'm glad. More people need to enjoy that movie. It was. It was fun. And then somebody mentioned, like, I was shocked by the after credits, and I went, there's an after credits? And then I'm like, Chip and Dale and after credits. And then I watched it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the mid-credits. Like, I didn't, that was, like, the way they did the credits, that was, like, part of the movie to me. What was it? What was it? We want, we want. Tell me after. Okay. Yeah. Because Chris can't read lips. No. And neither can you, but you're not supposed to, because I don't want to spoil it, because it's fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's funny, because I'm like, I understand. Like, it's not Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but I understand why everyone compared it to that. It's Because, like, it, this, in my head, if, if Who Framed Roger Rabbit was real, yeah, this could very reasonably be, like, the future of that world. Yeah. Where Toons and Norms live yeah. together. It's, I was... Ex- Explaining it as a modern day Roger Rabbit, just more 
kid friendly. Yeah. Because that, I mean, it's a detective story with tunes and people living in the real world. Like corporations ruin everything. There's similarities in there that are enough that bring corporations it ruin everything. Did you see the dip? Because dip's in the movie, and I got so excited when dip. I saw it. From who? From Roger Rabbit. Remember oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it shows up in Chippendale. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because Roger's in it, too. It yes, like, which yeah. was very funny. That was That's very early on, and I'm like, is that literally why people are... I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I was impressed with some of the references. Some of the... Re- I'm amazed it's like Mr. Natural's in it. I don't know yeah. how that worked. Well, dude, butthead for send. Yeah, Like, that made me laugh. The fact that, that was Stan good. was in it. Yeah. Um, Which was perfect that he was in a sp- uh, sauna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... There were some really good ones in there. Though. Yeah, I was I was shocked that they went. I was shocked they took the effort to even try to get them. Yeah. So good movie. Yeah, it was fun. Movie. It's an hour and a half. That's what I love too. Like when I went to yeah. watch it, I saw like hour and a half. I'm like, yes, thank you. Yeah. This doesn't need to be any longer. It's exactly what it needs to be. Yeah. Um, I did. I do wish, and I'm gonna do it for because I think we talked about it before. If we didn't, oh well, I'm gonna spoil it for you now. I do wish I didn't know that Ugly Sonic was in it. Because that would have cracked me the fuck up. That's, and it's so early on, it would have just got me and made me laugh. That still might crack me, like how they did it, but I'm glad that I did know because that's the only reason I watched it. See, I, was I, to I be like, it. what the fuck is this? Um, the fact that... Because I didn't want to spoil the real thing. was The fact that he's an integral part yeah, of the yeah, plot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That he's Steven Seagal. Yeah. Like, that's the funnier part to me. He's Steven Seagal. Yeah. Like, that's what got me of everything. Like I also liked the quick throwaway because Gadget shows up. Now we're just spoiling it, whatever. Yeah, you don't um, have time. Yeah, if you, if you did, you'd watch it. Um, and they just hang a lantern on her. She goes, yeah, it seems like my character in real life is exactly like my character from the show. And, dude, when they go to the Uncanny Valley, like, that crap. That was too. just... Mwah, that was yeah. perfect writing. It, like, we ever done to the Uncanny Valley... Remember that weird time in the early 2000s? <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god. And Rogan pulled that character off so well. Oh, in that one moment. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because that's the thing. Some of those characters Disney doesn't own. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, this is ballsy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because like, even the, the writers said, like, we're, like they went... They had to go back and rewrite because they started getting rights to shit. Okay. And they were like, we can add this in now. But they go, we're shocked they greenlit the original script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that this was going to be a thing. What we made? Yeah. They're like, I don't know how it happened. Because it makes no sense for that to be a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, since the last time we recorded, what is some good that you did? I guess, do you count the standing up to corporate? Yes, I would count that. Okay, so we had a, a woman who uh, applied to come back for to work with us. She had to leave for personal reasons. And she ended up failing her drug test for marijuana. Which is legal in New York. And I fought back on it because I'm like, I don't understand why somebody shouldn't get their job for consuming a legal substance course doesn't go anywhere but i I still fought the man power to the people (laughs) all you have to lose are your chains yeah no i would count that i definitely count that because that's that's in my opinion that's a moral stand and 
you know. They're going to kick me out of that building. I Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully it's after you get your Class A, and then you can just go get more money somewhere else. <sighs> that's when Chris stops podcasting, because he has to go cross-country all the time. No, that's just when there's a lot more background noise when Chris podcasts. <laughs> Chris, why is there all that honking in the background? Don't worry about it. I'm not good at this yet. (laughs) It's going to be like Joe's live streams. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) No honking. There's been a couple times where I've had to stop myself, though, because I want to start ranting like I do when I'm driving by myself. (laughs) I'm just like, motherfuckers! (laughs) I did cooking with clicks the other night. Did you see that one? You what? I was cooking myself dinner, and I started doing a live video. I watched a part of it, yeah. Because <laughs> that's the joke when I... Because Aries used to do dishing up, so he'd always... Dishes was his thing. And then so, like, I did dishes once as a joke. Like, well, if he hasn't done it in a while, I'll do it. And then I was... And then someone's like, are you just going to do all the chores? I'm like, sure. So I did a laundry one already. <laughs> and now I did cooking. Now i got to do one where I'm putting clothes away. Just an excuse to fucking just talk about shit. Yeah. Create engagement. I don't want to engage with people. Content. Oh. Soft black bag of doom. Yep. It's true. That's another podcast a bit. (laughs) Thank you for reading that, Chris. I was looking at porn sniffing. That's also another. (laughs) Like, (laughs) these are podcast stickers. Or yeah, bar. Let's talk about Boy Meets World. Let's do it. The Provider. What'd you think? Meh. Yeah, it's it's. So you missed last episode, which was quite a bit. But this is where they really start to lean into the whole. Let's just do friends, but with Boy Meets World. So, the, not even the A-plot, just the plot, is basically Corey decides to be a telemarketer, and Topanga just falls ass backwards into a fashion job, because, you know, that's when I see Topanga, I think fashion. Yep. And then uh, it quickly turns into a marital fight. And, like, the marital fight was fine. The one thing that bugged me was when they kept saying, this is our first fight ever, and it's like, I've watched the show. No, it's not. (laughs) It may be your first fight as a married couple, and it's fine to, like, say that's different, but it's not your first fight ever. The marital fight itself is one of those things, as a man, I never understood. What, that specific fight? Yes. So... I, let's say the fight yeah, everybody yeah. knows, but yeah. the, they're mad. Corey's mad because he makes less money than her. Is basically what it is. Like he should be the one making the money because he's the man. Well, and that's they cheat that out though because they take it to where he's like, "You're oh, it's not even the money." Like that's where I was gonna say it first. Like, but it's him being like, "You're always better than me." Yeah. That's yeah. That's what turns. That's how it ends up. But that is a a man never made sense to me. From, first. Knowing where I come from, my mother was the breadwinner. Right. Um, but as a person, like, 
Listen, any ladies listening to make a lot of money that want just want me around, like I'm fine with that. Hell yeah. <laughs> I always argued that I didn't want my, with my ex, I was like, you won't be a stay-at-home mom, not because feminism or anything, but because that's not fair. I want to be a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> and as, as my grandfather taught me, I would be very happy to be a kept man. Yeah. I never understood that that feeling. Patriarchy, misogyny, etc. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, because there's a lot, okay, so this episode has a lot of weird things that even in the context of the time, feel odd for an ABC family sitcom. So the B-plot, that isn't really a B-plot, it's just kind of a, a side, is Eric finds a lucky penny. And is mystified by the existence of a lucky penny. Which could have gone, a, as I'm watching it, that could have gone a much more fun way. Yeah. Where, like he starts the penny cult or something. Yeah. Well, don't worry, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, but... The one thing that really struck me that, like, I, I've i watched it before and I knew it, but I kind of forgot because it's been so long, is when he's just like, I'm protected, I have a lucky penny, and he walks up to the football player and says, being a, being a football player isn't a little hard because you're gay? And I'm like, we're just doing homophobic jokes? <laughs> and then I forgot that, then the, the, and it's a great turn, yeah. the football player then goes, thank you, <laughs> and he really was gay, which I'm like, okay, I get it, but, like, that's just a weird choice, and then, like... Guys, I'm gay. We are too. Like, yeah, it was funny, but at the same time, it's like that's a weird place to take it. And then you know they pay it off where he gives it to Corey because he's like, you know, you're in a rough spot, and I want you to have luck. And then he gets struck by lightning inside the studio. <laughs> so that was a nice moment. Yeah, to show like you know, big brother looking out for little yeah, brother. Yeah. The now the. The lightning, and then like, oh, at least oh, yeah, not the, what? Then the janitors comes over, but pool. the music was very specific, like, yeah, um, oddly yeah. Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just he then just pours water over him, and like gets a couple more shocks. But I'm just sitting there going, like, there could have been a really fun because he like he had this aura of him as if he was like, I'm like, he's gonna start religion around this fucking penny. That's where I thought it was going. And, then and I just, think ultimately that was just because like they had the idea. Yeah, and then they felt like this. The other thing, according to Panga, was needed yeah. to take up more space. Um, Corey in this episode two is unbearable. Yeah. So I wrote, I, I wrote because I thought it was fine. Like Corey's an incel. <laughs> like at one point he's just like, like dude, it's, again it's idiot ball yeah. where it's like this is not how you've been this whole time. Like, what? But it's the whole idea again of like, it's super sitcommy of. They're getting their first real job in the real world. Quick aside, we oh, did an no. interview with a, a woman. I forget her name now, but um, we came to the conclusion that the original incel was um, Joe from the Bible. Or, who's Mary's husband? Joseph. Joseph, Joseph from the Bible. Because <laughs> they never have sex. That, that's not true. Well, I know like, eventually they do, but we're like, so like... He's just okay with his wife being pregnant, and he just accepts the fact that God does it. He's the original incel. Because <laughs> the reality of that is, that bitch cheated on him. <laughs> well, if you want to get into real, like, Bible history, it's also that Joe was, like, Joseph was, like, 50, and Mary was, like, 20. So, like, there's, there's it's an, we're not going to talk about that. But that, uh, that is, <laughs> just party aside, we, we learned who the original oh. incel was. So, Lucky Penny, have you ever watched or listened to Avenue Q? No. Okay, so it's fantastic. Don't even know what that is. You're lesser for it. 
Um, it's a musical and it's fantastic. That's why I don't know what it is. You're lesser for it. Um, but the central part of the central plot is because it's all about somebody fresh out of college and he can't afford. Like he's in New York City, he's trying to find a place to live, and he can't afford Avenue A through P or whatever. So he gets all the way down to Avenue Q because they're lettered. Um, but he finds a lucky penny, and there's a whole thing about his lucky penny. And I'm like, Avenue Q stole lucky penny from Boy Meets World. <laughs> Because that is also a big part of Avenue Q. Okay. Yeah, that's about... I mean, and then they have their fight, and they go back and forth, and they come to an agreement, and... Corey realizes that persistence is a superpower. Which, if you've watched the show... Yeah. Because this, this is... This is this is the little girl episode. Where he's like, I'm not good at anything. Nah, nah, and it's like, you're persistent. That's your thing. You you don't give up on people, and you don't give up on things. It also bugged me that, like, he has so little faith in his own relationship that he thought that that's what was going to end it. And if it was their, like, first fight, right. everybody's telling him, like, if you, uh, if you don't go back and deal with it now, like, it's done forever. All my parents did was fight all the time. Like, none of this makes sense. It's, it's I understand the ball. sentiment yeah, of it. It's but, idiot ball. Yeah. It's trying to it's it's what I don't like about CW shows. It's trying to make it feel important rather than like you can just have your fir- like you can have your first married fight and like that's just a different thing and it is. And the reason it's different is cuz you're fucking married now. There's paperwork if you don't want to be together anymore. Like that's what it comes down to. They don't own but again, it's just like we talk about. They're in dorms, but they're treating it like it's an apartment. You know, it's which made me laugh because you've seen now how they ma- fixed it up. Because this episode they fixed oh, it up. Oh, is that their okay? And I didn't even I, when I'm watching it, I just kind of assumed it was the other apartment that I was go to. Oh yeah, the, I don't know why because the boys but, are back in that one now, so it's yeah. Eric Jack and so. But then, so then in the after credits, when Eric shows up, and it, and it struck me because they open he opens the door and he's just like, Penny, and he puts the necklace back in his mouth. If you look, the hallway still looks like shit. And it's one of those things like, I mean, guys, you could have just had him fix up the hallway. like. <laughs> and then I think it's another moment where we'll rule for no improv. Because then he turns around and picks up the phone and says hello, with the joke being that his ears are ringing. And Corey closes the door and turns around and is laughing. And I think it's because that wasn't in the script. <laughs> So Wilfred L., America's Treasure, is just exploring the scene. Just fine doing what he wants. But yeah, it's just, it's that, it's... It feels like they're running out of gas. Because they are. And it's, they, they want to change the show. I, it feels like they're rushing to something that they... It feels like a DC movie. They're rushing to the end. They're yeah. not They're not trying to earn the moment. Yeah. Well, and I think, but I think that's why, because they've, 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 like, season six, like, whatever the writing was for season seven, they're like, okay, we're going to have them get married, they're adults now, but they're still in college, okay, well, if the show's going to continue, they have to start having, like, adult plot lines, Yeah. so we have to give them adult plot lines, but, like, they didn't just bring in a whole new writing crew, these are the same people then writing them all through high school, and in reality, even though they're jumping through time, like... They're all still like eight. Well, Corey and them are like eighteen, nineteen. So even though at this point they're supposed to be like twenty years old or whatever, yeah. they're still eighteen year olds. Like, yeah, they're rushing to a moment they didn't earn. Yeah, yeah. 
And part of, I don't, you know, it's one of those things where the politics of it, who knows, as far as the business politics. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, this is, this is what I say, like, this is, this, this isn't a bad season, there's still fun, good moments, but it's definitely, like, in the last couple episodes, I think are great, but the last couple episodes are all looking back. It's all, it's, let's, how did, how did Eric's brother not get a spinoff? Corey? Corey's brother, sorry. Eric and Corey are brothers. Yeah, so Corey's... So how did Eric not get a spinoff? Okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Jack. That's why I was like... No, 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 no. I don't know. Oh, because he was doing Batman Beyond. Yeah, but he like... Went into, he went into voiceover work. Yeah, but like, you talk to... I'm, I'm not shitting on voiceover people, because I love voiceover people. Yeah. But you talk to them, like, they don't work a full day. Like, a lot of actors get into that because they can do that on the side. But this is what I mean. Like, at so that like, point, Will Friedle was moving into Disney work. Like, I think he did a, a movie or two. Okay. So, like, that's where he was doing other things. And he even has said, like, I don't, I don't know exactly when this happened. But when they did Girl Meets World, he almost wasn't going to come back because something happened to him as he got a little older. And maybe even here, and maybe this is part of why he started acting goofier. He started to get too in his head about stuff. Yeah. And he wasn't comfortable in front of the camera anymore. So he started doing more like director stuff. Because he didn't feel c- comfortable in his skin acting in front of a camera. Versus doing voiceovers. And so like I'm sure it's just kind of... And it's also like... If you look back, because I was watching at the time. Like this is where TGIF died. So it's also one of those things where this is in that in-between space of... If he got a spinoff, where would it have been? Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot answer. of reasons to it. Of, but if anybody was gonna get a spinoff, his is the best, in my opinion. Or even like him and the other brother just getting their own thing. Yeah, just being dudes. Yeah, yeah. Two dudes in an apartment. You know. Well, I know. Poon and being weird. I know how this series ends. That wouldn't have happened. Okay, I don't know how this series ends. Jack dies. I in ass- a massive. No, he doesn't. I assume <laughs> that the boy finally meets world. Well, you're going to watch the last episode, so you're going to see. That's going to be that's going to be my thing when I when we close out the series, whether I have everybody kind of do it together or whether I just try to actually do separate interviews like everybody's going to watch the episode, we're all going to talk about it's it. It's going to be like the wedding I watched and then we never recorded. Yes. Okay. No, I'm in a better headspace. My friend didn't just die, so you know we'll, oh, we'll do that. that was one. it then that that happened? Yeah, it was. It was like a month before, and that's part of why I was in this uh, headspace I was in. Okay. Where I'm like, nobody cares. Why am I doing this? Yeah. I'm better now. <sighs> Still wish I was dead, but you know that's just that's, that's just, just life. life. <laughs> it's the third time we've done that. Twice. Uh, <laughs> we did cock and life. Oh. The two most important things. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about this episode? Uh, no, I mean, it's like I said, it feels like a DC movie where they're running towards something that they haven't earned. Plugs! Forge Comic News, if you like uh, comic book stuff. I occasionally say nice things about DC on that show. <laughs> um. And Twitter's at Fortress Chris, Bat Friends Podcast. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, two weeks. Two weeks. So two weeks ago was the episode uh, Joe's Black History Moment. It's true. And it I'm, happened really early in the episode. That's what I didn't remember either. Yes, 
And, uh, yeah, I think that's it right now. So sometimes follow ti- me on the Twitter at Fortress Chris. Sometimes our titles come very late in the episode. Which is part of why I enjoy doing this, where I just title the episode after the episode we watched. So you're not going to title this Hot Pocket O'Clock? No, I am also not going to title this Cock Life. Because <laughs> that's the two things we said. Oh, okay. Listen to the show while you're on it, Chris. Nah. And as always, if you want more of me and who wants that, you can go to JoePank.com, J-O-E-P-A-N-C.com. There's all kinds of links there, all kinds of fun stuff. Links to the store, etc. I don't know if I want to put up a link to my OnlyFans on the JoePank. You can go to OnlyFans.com slash JoePank for my sexy barbecue if you'd like that, though. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Cthulhu Holmes or at Joe Pank. You can follow me on Instagram at JoePank36, where I show my first roll of the day, most every day. And as always, if you want this show uncut and unedited up to three days early, you can go to patreon.com slash JoePank. Give us as little as $2 a month or as much as $1 billion per month. And you'll get the entire show archive uncut and unedited until the beginning of time. So you wouldn't accept $2 billion? No. I dare you to try and give me $2 billion per month on Patreon. We'll see what happens. I double dog dare you. So tell me, Chris, what did we learn this week? I really want to say that Dumbledore is a secret, but, um... <laughs> I learned about that cock life I learned that Chris is very easily distracted until next time do good Mm -hmm.